Hi, co-creators. I'm Rob. This is Hannah, and we are the hosts of a father-daughter conversation in a podcast called Chit Chats, where we share our daily lives as well as our spiritual and analytical thought processes towards the most difficult things in life and some of the easy things in life. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Hi, I am good. Hello to all of our co-creators. Um, yeah, pretty much just, you know, what dad said, his spiel. He puts it into better words than I can, but. Um... So today, both of us didn't really have anything to, we didn't really have a topic, but I think we do. <laughs> we had, we talked about it for a sec, but, um, so you posted on Facebook and to all of our listeners, dad posts on Facebook all the time. He has great words. You should go read them. Anywho. Um, thank you, Han. <laughs> uh, so he posted today, right? You posted that today. Yes. Yeah, about deep peace. I'll let you kind of explain what you wrote or whatever you want to say. Sure. Yeah, I have a, a bunch of thoughts on this. I think deep peace is something that's misunderstood. I think when we, when the majority of people think about good and bad, black and white, beautiful and ugly the, the deep peace is put in this category and and it's maybe would be the opposite of uh frustration or something and deep peace is not it's not a duality in the way that in the sense of the word that i'm trying to to use that word it's there's this emotional roller coaster that we live in in this world that has fear and love and 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 these these opposites and deep peace is not an opposite not not in the context of the word that i'm trying to explain it, it, in the way that i want to explain it is that we live in this world where we're either trapped by only being able to see the manifestations and then we have things like fear and love but then we can go to this mental place of deep peace where those things don't exist. Good and bad doesn't exist. Uh, there, there's just this foundation inside the mind that accepts all things as they are, no matter what they are, not from a level of comparisons. If, if I saw that free branch like we speak about break, breaks off and kills a baby deer, the mind, when you're in a moment of deep peace, is not going to say, oh, what kind of God would allow this? No, the mind is completely accepting everything that comes its way, everything that's observed from this mental place of peace. How do we know that everything is okay? That when we're in this this state of mental clarity and peace and then this state of nothingness because we are in it's it is a state of nothingness and everythingness and all of it combined but how 
how do we know all of these things, right? So we have been, we've been talking on this podcast for what, this is episode 13. I mean, how these past episodes, how do we know? And there's not somebody telling us this. Sure, we listen and understand influential voices. You know, we, we've both read, listened to Abraham Hicks, Joe Dispenda, Deepak Chopra, on and on and on. We could go literally on and on and on. But as much as we can resonate with an influential voice or we can resonate with a spiritual book, we resonate so much stronger with this knowing when we're in this this beautiful state of nothingness is where all of the answers are in the nothing. And that is complete opposite. And I like how you said there is no opposites, but like in Chinese culture, there's a yin and a yang. There's, there's a black and a white. Dao Te Ching, know the black, stay on the white. Like, we have we compare opposites 24/7 and our physical minds don't understand that when we can't hear anything we learn everything you can't hear anything you can't see anything you know everything you will learn everything this isn't a quick fix this doesn't take you don't do this for three months and then say I'm healed. You don't do this for a week and say you're healed. This is a belief. It's a lifestyle. It's faith. It's much bigger than the two of us people on a Zoom call right now. That was a lot of really profound statements. It just came out of me. I don't know. I wasn't prepared to say that, but it just did. That was that's a whole lot of stuff to talk about and unpack, and I agree with all of it. Well said. Thanks. The there is this. Through. Yes, the, 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 there. You're right. You you're at a mental place of peace, and you're just speaking, and you're allowing truth to flow through you, and. It doesn't make sense to the mind that wants to compartmentalize and analyze things. No. But the the you're absolutely correct. When we get really quiet, when the mind gets really quiet and we go to this place of deep peace, this alignment to the Atman, the Bhagavad Gita calls the I don't know it verbatim, but the the my understanding is the Atman is the divine, is the divinity within us. And I like to say that I, I, I couldn't explain it in a better way. I love the way the Bhagavad Gita explains this, which is a, mm -hmm. I, knowing the Atman is like the most important thing ever. And after that everything else is secondary obviously we live in a world where we have to go to work and pay bills but the first priority is to align with align with this atman to have this and we know we're there when we find deep peace 
it, it, it's not exuberance. It's not these opposites. It's it's not this. Oh yay! I I did it. I feel great. It's 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 a it's it, it could be a oh yay! I feel great. It's it it comes so deep from within. It's not an accomplishment. Oh yay! If it is, um, it's just this wonderful place of feeling home is the 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 word yes. i like to use just feeling home but powerfully at home not not insufficient and i'm worried about you know am i going to pay the bills home this is i'm at a spiritual place of wisdom and divine knowledge and comfortableness and ease and abundance and love and that's what you're talking about when you go to this mental place of nothingness there it is yeah, I, I, I wish we had a better word. I mean, I guess that's the point, right? The universe gave us all of these languages just to not be able to explain it. But I, I really do wish there was a word. I mean, home is a good word, but nothing feels better. I, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to put words to what I know, and it's not working. <laughs> I, I also, you know, this might help explain it. It's just uh, more of this same thought process, which is this, this wonderful place of peace cannot be attained through any physical and tangible things. So it, getting rid of a job or getting a new job, winning the lottery or getting rid of somebody that's toxic, that's around you. Um, all, all of the tangible circumstantial events in the world, none of them accomplishing any of them in any way does not equate to deep peace. Deep peace is this foundation for having having all of these things completed and done and fulfilled and you're content and nothing can add or take away from this place of deep peace. And we get it confused because we think, soon as i get this new job i'm gonna get deep peace we started this conversation out before you started recording and we were talking about work and and just thinking that um in this moment in time it's it's my alignment to the atman to find the deep peace is all i need and then whatever happens in the physical intangible world it happens from planting a seed or sowing a seed in the peaceful realm and so the circumstantial evidence should show up a little bit peaceful i'm to, you know i'm not saying challenges don't come they do but yeah you know i i, I was scrolling on tiktok and you know i knew this but I guess it just didn't resonate the way it did when I heard it. it. It was a pastor speaking and he said, you know, I really want a good career. So God gave you the, the, the chance to go to, to college. You know, you pray to God for more money and God gives you a second job. When we ask for things, we're getting obstacles. We pray to God for more knowledge, but the only way to get more knowledge is to learn. So the, so God's going to give you 
problems to solve and really, really hard, shitty problems that you don't want to do, but you, but you asked for it. That's what you asked for. You asked for knowledge. The universe is God. The universe is going to give you really, really hard things to overcome. But that's the point. When we find this peace, this sense of being home, the obstacles are gone. The problems are gone. And you get this deep rooted knowing. And then God's gonna give you more problems but they're not gonna face you anymore. It's like you're viewing this problem as, as like Mount Everest when it's really just a little hill. But we don't have the perception to understand it. And the only way to get the perception that you need is to look inward. And my, I, I um, posted last week's episode today. Well, it's this week's episode, but it's a little bit confusing. But anyways, so. No, I got you. It's from last week. Yeah. So in the explanation, I wrote, be you. But the only way that you can be you is to find yourself. And the only way to find yourself is to find the universe. The only way that you can be you is to find the universe, to find yourself. Because we've been hiding from ourselves. We've been manipulating ourselves and making ourselves feel like shit about everything when we don't have to. Yes. Uh, boy, that's a whole lot to talk about, too. You be you. Some people only know uh, my name is Rob and I'm 51 and uh, and uh, I'm I'm divorced and I have a job and I have two kids. And you know what I mean? It's very plain. And that that's not yeah. the you that you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. getting in touch with the you that wants to express itself in life in the most unique way that you were created to do unapologetically and without concern for judgments and eyeballs of the others looking on to you to just completely be who god uniquely created you to be and that is yeah. a discovery process it is and i can't even explain how i know myself and that just sounds stupid, but I, I know myself, but I don't know how I know myself, but I don't need to know how I know myself. I just know. I am I so know. thrilled. I am unbelievably thrilled in to hear you say that uh, it's, it's, it's just, um it makes my heart at ease i you know obviously you're my child and <laughs> i want you to be at the most ease that you possibly can be in life obviously i want yeah. you to be in good health and abundant but the but, uh, the thing that i found in my own life is mental peace 
is more important than anything else on the planet. It's more important than having mental peace first, making it your number one priority. Not that it's the only thing, but it is step one. And I never taught you that. And, you know, we, we we're discovering this together, right? As a father, I told you yes. things like eat everything on your plate, disregard your stomach. I don't, I don't care if your stomach's full, there's starving people in Africa. So I taught you to ignore yeah. your body. Don't, don't listen to your body. Uh, yep. Just do what I say. I taught you through a vibration of fear. So you sensed my fear. And I said, you, you, you know, make sure you get a good job, go to college, you got to get to check all these boxes, but I never addressed Hannah. I want you to have the most mental peaceful place of clarity you possibly can and make that your number one priority and then go out into the world and be and do whatever it is that you feel that you want to take action or don't take action to do i never taught you that and you're doing that. what the universe taught me that yeah 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 and that is the um that's the that's the thing i i think that's what the the bible we, we were talking earlier i think that's what the bible when the bible says it's easier it, it would be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it would be for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven and this kind of points to the conversation you know we think that it's more important to make sure we save for retirement and go go to go to work or, or all of these things it's th that's not the number one priority the no. number one priority is the alignment to the atman it is knowing the divine wisdom it is going to that unknown place inside the mind where you know you know but you don't know yeah. and that's what you were just talking about a little bit ago and that's awesome yeah that is that you've you've completed it you're you're done there's no more for you to do the rest of life is just riding this bicycle and following the path of peace for the rest of your life you've accomplished everything and anything that you'll ever need to accomplish for the rest of your life now you can yeah. just check the 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 egoic box because there is no spiritual boxes to check but you can tell the ego take a back seat hon i'm done yeah that's funny how you said that. And yes, I thought that a few weeks ago, actually. That exact thought I thought of because I said, I don't worry about shit anymore. Like, sure, some things pop up and I'll get like a little bit of like a worry and, you know, I'll deal with it. Like, it's not... And like I said, you know, the universe is going to give us obstacles still. It's even once we found peace, we're still learning. It's not like once you found peace, you're done. Close book. Now you can die. Like there is still so much to learn. The universe has infinite amount of knowledge. And how could we, once we get to peace, stop learning? We, we can't. So, sure, I've checked, in quotation marks, I've checked a lot of boxes. And yeah, I'm pretty much done in the, in the physical world. Like, I have a lot accomplished.
I've done a lot of things. And what I've been really thinking about lately, I saw somebody this past week at work. I was at work and I saw somebody. And all of a sudden, first thing, I wanted to judge them and be like, oh my God, that person is so weird. That, that was my first thought. Then I backpedaled and I thought about it for a second and I went, that was me. I don't know how many lifetimes ago that was, but that was me. Immature, in pain, you know, just trying to make the most out of anything. And I sat there for a second and went, I deserve everything that I want to accomplish. And I deserve everything because I was that person. I went through the trenches. I was there. I've been through the trenches in this lifetime. And I have been in the trenches in past lifetimes. And I don't want to go back there. And I'm not ever going to go back there because I don't need to go back there anymore. And I am not going to judge another person because I know how that feels. And they're on their path and they're doing what they need to do. And they might still be in pain for the next 40 lifetimes if that's what they need to do. That's beautiful because it also takes the eyes of judgment off of off of yourself. Because the, the ego is constantly processing our own thoughts and behaviors. And yeah. so when we let the rest of the world off the hook, that's because we're letting ourselves off the hook. Because I know I don't have to be perfect. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I know the universe and I know myself. And the only way to do that is to go to the nothingness and go learn. And we're sending a signal out. I think the something that's difficult for people to get their head wrapped around is whatever state of mind, I'm going to try to put this in plain layman's terms, whatever, whatever emotion we're carrying around, whatever feeling we're carrying around, whatever thought we're carrying around, this is dictating to the environment how we want to be treated. And so when we stay at peace, we're sending a signal out to the environment that says, send me peace. And when I'm feeling abundant on the inside, not because I've won the lottery, but because because I have debt, uh, I, I'm not I'm not financially well off. I'm staying at peace because that's the number one priority. And the world is going to show peace to me. And that's, I, I think people get that. I think that's really difficult. That's really hard because people look with their physical eyes and they say, hey, this is this is what's in front of me. This is yeah. challenging. And it's our job to say, oh, yeah, it does look challenging to the ego. But the universe, I, I know, is I'm complete. I'm whole. I have everything I need. These are all just physical manifestations that come and go anyway. They are, I'm not identified with those. So it's okay. I can feel at peace. It's super weird right now. Like, I don't even, 
I'm not exactly sure what I just said. It's like I'm in this state right now, which I'm talking, but it's not really me that's talking. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just in this, like, zen moment over here. I completely understand. I can relate. I mean, not everything I say seems to come from that place of peace, but a lot does. Yeah. And the the book I wrote certainly came from a place of peace. The the posts, when I post stuff, I get in a Zen moment. And those are, um, yes, they're my words because they came through my body. But, uh, you know, that that was that's some kind of divine intervention. I, I go back and reread what I wrote and I say, did I write that? Wow, where did that come from? So I understand. Yeah. You know, I, I one day these past few months after we started the podcast, I was scrolling through old emails. And all of a sudden, I came through all of these emails that you had sent me. I had never seen them. They were sitting in my inbox. And you had sent them to me years ago. I don't know. I, I, it must have been when we just weren't talking and I couldn't, I couldn't look at the emails. But I reread them a few months back. And it was super enlightening. But one thing I realized was that the way you write is insane compared to how you used to write. Like back when we were, back when I was a kid, I remember reading through your journals. You used to have journals. Do you remember what I'm talking about when you were in the army? Yes. And you had these journals and I remember reading through them back then and reading not so much as to the vibration or what you were speaking about, but your like word placement and how you write is, was like totally, totally different. And, and I realized a while ago that you speak to people through the words that you write. And I didn't realize that until I saw the difference. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I do, but I'm not sure what that last statement really means. You speak to people through the words that you write. Uh, I want to say, of course, yeah. like, is there something deeper that I don't understand? I mean, that's obvious. This is not. <laughs> I'm okay. thinking maybe you're meaning something deeper behind that. I don't know. It's how you pick your words, where you place them in your sentences. Like you didn't go to school to write, you know, no. like you're not like a professional writer. No, but somehow your words flow so wonderfully that I would think otherwise. Thank you. Like seeing that difference and then it clicked. 
oh, that's when you really started connecting with the universe. Like it was coming out of you then uh, because you connected. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's evidence that when we stay at peace, then we create more peaceful environments around us. So that's more evidence for me in my own life to take this mental place of clarity and peace into everything, work, our talks, the conversation with the grocery store clerk. Like I'm realizing that this mental place of peace is the number one priority. It's the alignment to the Atman. Yeah. And, and I've been seeing people changing around me the more I align. They're mirror imaging you. Yes, you're all rising yep. at the same time. I think plenty of people witness that. There's lots of people that are in our... Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just saw your <laughs> hands go up. Say it before you forget it. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking earlier, why bad things happen to people? And obviously, like, I, I know the obvious, right? It, it's a lesson from the universe, but I couldn't help thinking that, right, when I align, I'm raising everyone around me. When some, something tragic happens to somebody, everybody around them deflates. And the question that popped into my head, to give, me, to give an example, right? A family lost a son in a car crash, all right? So obviously, the family and anybody around, friends, family, you know, everyone's going to deflate. I was on 295. And I was speeding. I have a lead foot. I do it a lot. And up ahead, I see a cop pulling over somebody. Did that cop pull over that person for him or for me? Did a person die in a family for the mother or a friend to the person who died? Why does it have to be a, a, only one person lesson? Why can't it be a lesson for all? Yes, and this is what I'm getting at. One massive thing, we'll call it a tragedy, right? If somebody dies. Everyone needed to deflate to then rise again within those friends and family. It's not just the, it's not just for the mom and the dad and the sibling to just be like withering away in this pain. It's for like everyone. And I know I'm like saying that death is for people, but like what I'm trying to get at is that when certain events happen, it's affecting everyone. So we don't have to have like 
to happen to affect everyone. Like, I, I don't know. It's just been on my mind recently. Like, I was on 295 at that specific time for that specific reason to see a person getting pulled over to know that I had to slow down as a reminder for me. The universe aligned just correctly for me to see that person being pulled over for a reminder for me. Like how much the world, the universe is aligned to have certain events happen at a certain time, at a certain second, to change awareness for a massive group of people. Like, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly how to speak to that. I, I, um, my first thought is that, well, Deepak Chopra talked about, and I don't think this was his phrase, but I, I forget, I, I think he quoted somebody saying this, and, and it, it kind of relates to this. There, someone had said, I am not in the world, but the world is in me. And it was, he said it was a perceptual change or a perceptual shift yeah and when we make that shift then the everything looks different we seem to have we seem to have control and that words in quotes uh somehow we seem to be flowing with the universe co-creating uh seems magical it seems wonderful it seems like it makes sense like hey these these certain events happened and so that you could have a reminder to slow down. Um, I, w I wonder if that pertains to that or not. I don't know. No, that, that makes a lot of sense because it does. It does. I like that because it's saying that we are more than just ourselves we are more than the unconscious state that we are in. Our actions don't just affect us. They're affecting everybody around us because of the vibration that we're in when that action take, took place. And because we know that energy is not on a physical plane, I could be affecting somebody, I don't know, on the moon if there was somebody on the moon. But like what I'm trying to get at is because the universe is in us, every second matters. Every second we're not aligned versus when we are changes the vibration around us in change, changing everyone around us. So 
we're living our lives not for just us we're living our lives for the world for the universe which makes this is making a lot of sense because we can't judge anybody we can't have negative um, uh, negative issues or be in a egotistical situation because we're affecting more than just us we're affecting everyone the earth the animals the trees the air the water which is yes yeah every breath we take is changing the future that is nuts and i just that just came to me so that's a revelation to me because it just came to me so that is yes. insane. that is nuts <laughs> yeah i like it you're you are making the point that um i used to say to myself would i be okay with devoting the rest of my life to the Atman within, to aligning with peace, um, would I be okay with that if abundance, circumstantial, physical, tangible abundance, evidence of, of my inner abundance never showed up? And I, I decided, yes, I, need, I would be okay with that because I feel like you know, our, my vibration not only sends a signal out to you and the cashier clerk here and and everyone else, and it's it's I'm 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 sending this wonderful love vibration out in, during this current moment, but I also feel like our lives. You know, I'm I'm this Earth suit's gonna die, and I'm gonna come back in some other Earth suit, or uh, you know the the state of consciousness that I die in, I, I want to be as cl mentally clear and as peace as possible because if I don't reap the benefits of this, someone else will. Maybe my next life will. Maybe the people around me will. But mm -hmm. I totally see what you're saying. And I also think about like the next life because, you know, you, you hear people say, why are you being so positive? Why are you why Why are you happy? You 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 had a, you know, you have this issue, that issue, and um, you don't want to get your hopes up too high, Rob. If you get your hopes up too high and you think that you know everything's going to be great, what if it's not great? And you jinx it. Yeah, it feels good to vibrate here up high rather than low. It feels good to say I'm abundant, to feel abundant, to be a vibration giver of peace and love to other people, to smile at people, not with a fake smile, but real deep on the inside, to truly, honestly, not not fake. The universe knows when we're faking it. With the, the oh, only yeah. person we are keeping it from is ourselves. We put our hands over our eyes like a little kid and we say, if I can't see you, you can't see me, but it doesn't work that way. So no. if I fake my peace, 
the world knows it, the universe knows it, and it'll just come back to me. So I'm saying, find that true clarity, that true place of peace, contribute to the world that way first. If it doesn't help me, which is unconditional love of self, it's I'm going to be at peace no matter what circumstantial evidence shows up. If it doesn't help me, so what? Maybe it'll help my next life or it'll help the people around me in, in the present moment. You're I'm tapping just... into something that I don't have my head wrapped around. You're right. We are influencing the environment. Yes. And are. I see that. I see evidence of that. You see evidence of this. There are other people that have spoken about this. Uh, we are raising our vibration and the people that are not ready to raise their vibration will fall away from us. Yep. And the people that are ready to rise with us or the pe people that are influencing us to raise our vibration, we're coming together. And that's yeah. happening together as the collective um, unit of consciousness, of vibration throughout the world. And you're right, could be in, in some other part of the world, could be on the opposite side of the world. and that vibration is known yeah and that doesn't make me feel like strangers it makes me feel like i know the other person because i know that the other person is the universe as am i so while i if you know if we're influencing somebody on the other part of the world I don't know them personally, but we're not strangers. Right. Yeah. And people that trigger us, we can be grateful for that because then we recognize that our ego or our false sense of self forgotten was, was tainted this, this, body that I'm inhabiting was tainted and it decided to judge someone and to be triggered and to be in fear and be scared. And it's, and so I can say, oh, this is a triggering environment. I need to learn to find that place of peace because this person has peace in them. They are God. And I need to know that. And my inner deepest self already knows that, but it's covered up by all of this bogus, fearful, triggering, false self stuff. And some of the most difficult and challenging triggers, and I, I have a few, are, are, are the portals to peace. And I'm, I'm managing to, to make my way through some of these really big triggers in my life. And that's why I can say that, because I know that wholeheartedly through experience that these triggering events on the other side is even deeper peace. It's an even deeper understanding. I just thought that I don't even know who the ego is or what it is. Follow me here, because you mean within you? Yeah because I know myself and I am not the ego. So I don't even know what the ego is. Like, obviously the ego comes out 
you know, and I have triggers and I have anxiety, obviously, but knowing it, like I know myself, like I know the universe. I don't, I don't think anybody does the universe. I know I can't see it, uh, but it's there. I know who I am because I worked on myself, but the ego, like, I don't even understand it. That's very interesting. In a good way, right? I, I feel like you're saying you don't understand it because it's so far away from you now. You're just yes. not attached and identified to it. Thank you. I was trying to find the right words and I couldn't find them. Good. You found them. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, you don't even recognize it anymore. It's it's laughable when it pops up. It's, oh, there's that silly thing that used to consume me. It doesn't even consume me anymore. I don't even know what you are. Go away. <laughs> I, I don't have time for you. <laughs> that is so funny. Yes, because it's so far away from me. Like, I don't feel like it's even near me anymore. Like, it's not in me. It's far away. Like, it's... Right. Like, obviously, I have more work to do. I'm not done. But it's... It's very far away. You're right. Yeah. It's a wonderful revelation. It's a wonderful thing. And you... Uh, it's very freeing. And I feel like spiritual growth is like, if we try to watch spiritual growth, it's like watching the grass grow. But when we look back, like, I'm sure you can look back at yes. your life and go, holy cow, you know, like yesterday you could have had like this moment of like, oh man, I, I probably haven't really gone very far in my life with spirituality. But then two seconds later, you could say, well, compared to where I was a year ago, I made like huge strides to find the peace within and get rid of the ego. Yeah. And I also, that, that brings back to the whole like Eckhart Tolle thing, living in the now, because we can't see it happening because that means we would want to be constantly moving forward in the future. Yeah. And we've learned that we can't do that. So we can only see our growth by looking backwards, but we can't, but we also can't stay in the past and we, we can appreciate where we were, but we can't go back there. It's like moving up a roller coaster without knowing you're moving. It's like, we know the earth is spinning, but we don't feel it. Like, oh, it's, I just, like that. it's just happening. Yes. Yeah. There's um, an interesting uh, conversation about how the world is spinning and our body, our, our, uh, I like to call the body the instrument, the mind and the body. And it, and it doesn't detect that the world is spinning. It feels like we're standing still. The, 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 the nose can only smell so much, but we know it, there's other smells out there because a dog can smell them. Yeah. Uh, the 
sharks can smell you know something in the water way far away that you know i eyesight we know things can be seen that we can't see uh there's night vision goggles there's eagles that can see things so we know that the instrument that we have is not perfect at detecting everything it's been given limitations we can only see so much only hear so much and only sense so much and only go to this deep place of peace so much but i think that's the point is you know when we're human these are the limitations and we came here to experience life through this physical suit and the limitations that were given and to find the divinity within while we're doing it and and have fun at life like it's a playful environment yeah it is you're right you know the first half of my life i was i felt defeated and insufficient and i would lean i this is going to be a, a really strange thing but i would lean to the left a little bit i always felt less than and i always leaned a little to the left i i noticed it driving a tractor trailer for 21 years i just one day i i looked at the steering wheel and i looked where my head was and i kind of like aligned it with the headrest and realized the headrest is over here and i'm like way over to the left really and yeah and you know maybe that i'm sure that contributed to my spinal you know to the spinal issues that i had yeah. but um ever since i started this awareness thing i started to sit up straighter i know my body works better and feels better and so i'm when i sit up straight and ergonomically correct i actually feel like i'm overcorrected. i feel like i'm i feel like i'm leaning to the right <laughs> when i'm just up straight because my body's so used to being slumped and to the left and i think this body alignment came with mental alignment so when i when i got my mind straight and i started feeling worthy of just being a human being uh not worthy of you know physical things just worthy in general accepting who i am as the oh, yeah. person i've been created to be faults and and all um i my body started responding better and i started sitting up straight huh. yeah i um i totally get what you're talking about 100 percent, and i because i'm mentally way better i have energy to work on myself so me taking care of my body is something I'm doing now because I'm mentally better. And that's insane. And it's, and it's twofold because when you take care of your body, you feel better. So it just like makes that snowball of wonderfulness even bigger. Yeah. Insane. It's lovely. It's great. And I feel better about myself. Because the more work I'm putting into myself, I feel better. And I feel like right. I deserve the work. You and know? you probably didn't feel like you deserved the work before. 
Mm -mm. No. And I'm starting, I'm doing research. I want to get Reiki done every two weeks. And I want to go to a chiropractor. And before I had this subconscious thought that I didn't need to do it. And I just could just suffer through the pain. I didn't need to worry about it. I just could suffer through the pain because that's what I deserved. Not anymore. Good for you. I used to feel that way. I used to suffer through a lot of things. And I think the more awareness we have around that, the more abundance comes to us because you're changing your mindset, you're changing your vibration. And so it it only gets better and better and better. So not only do you not have to suffer through things anymore, but wonderful things are going to be granted to you also even better you know escalated you know whatever it is you know more money per hour or a new car or something i don't know these things will come as the vibration rises it's insane and it's all because i started changing this yes and you were taught to align with the vibration of your mom and dad and to the world and that next we have to learn how to balance our own vibration how to find our own vibration and then stay there and balance it and and disregard you know we need to love ourselves unconditionally of what the environment is showing to us and most people don't do that most people go oh look what happened to that person over there that's horrible and then they send these horrible vibrations through their body and that's not not you know parents uh, you know, your mom and I would raise you and we'd say, oh, Hannah, dude, how dare you? You know, you're a little girl and you, you know, make a mistake. And yeah. we, you sense the fear, the, the threatening fear, you know, you can't do that. And, you know, we teach, parents teach through fear. They say, never walk on that frozen pond. You could fall in and, and die. And so we're doing this on a, on a place of fear because we love you and we don't know another way to express this. So it's not out of negligence. It's just out of misguided human beings who want the best for their children, but they show their children fear vibrations. And then the children say, oh, am I supposed to vibrate here? Oh, I'm I'm supposed to take on fear? Ooh, okay, so now I know what fear feels like and I vibrate on this awfulness and I take it with me through life and never being told that you don't have to wear fear. You don't have to put that vibration on ever. Even in a even in the most horrific environments, you don't have to wear fear. You can have fear, but you don't have to have it control you and condemn you. Yes. And it's all by finding yourself. That's it. Finding the universe. It's crazy how things work. And where do you find the universe? Within yourself. Yeah, perfect. Yes. Yeah, the keys to heaven are inside. Eckhart Tolle talks about, you know, if you haven't found this, you're a beggar in life. Anyone who hasn't found it, it's the it's the person sitting on the box who doesn't realize inside that box is gold. You have found that. You don't need the world to show up in any particular order for you to be happy. Now, you might like or want your circumstances to change, but you don't need them to change for you to be happy. You're going to send yourself 
unconditional love. You're going to say, I love myself. I'm going to be at peace and send peaceful vibrations to myself and the rest of the world, no matter what shows up in front of my eyes. And that's a beautiful place to be. It is. It's unbelievable. It means you're untouchable. No one can take that away from you. You gave it to yourself. No one can give it to you. And it's crazy. It's crazy that we've told ourselves that we don't deserve shit. I told myself that I didn't deserve to go get a massage. A massage. Because I deserve to be in pain. How backwards is that? And you know what that also does is uh, it points to a bigger thing, which is when you look out into the world and you see someone else suffering, you can say, I've been there. I get it. They don't know any better. We're given two eyes and these eyes can't see any everything. Right. It's just the way it is. Yep. Knowing that peace is the only way and is the best way and it's the obvious way and it's unconditional love. I think the lessons that we have to keep reminding ourselves are every time we become uncomfortable in the world to accept it, to accept the fact that what is in front of me is challenging my state of awareness, my state of peace. And it's okay to not want that environment or circumstance or person in front of us to be there. That's okay to not want that. Mm -hmm. But what it's not, what's not okay is to be con consumed by it and lose our peace. That's always the lesson, which m makes life incredibly easy to live because I don't have to fix anything except for my alignment. It's the only thing I have to work on. And then I can make some tweaks here and there out in the, in the physical world. But so every moment that I get uncomfortable and I say, man, I just don't like this heavy credit card debt I have, or I don't like the, you know, I wish, I wish I was, I wish I did better as a father or a husband or whatever. Those yeah. things are fine. I need to process those and say, okay, that's where I was. That was my level of consciousness. Uh, yeah, I don't really, you know, my job is not rewarding, but I, I, I must be good at it because I'm, I'm still there and they've, you know, given me more jobs and things. Um, but it's okay for me to be to recognize the uncomfortableness, but stay at peace. And I think that's the thing people miss. It's we can recognize the uncomfortableness, but we also don't, we don't need permission to feel at peace. We can still feel good. Uh, you know, I'm careful about words to use, but you know, it's okay to feel good. It's okay to feel at peace, even in the middle of a difficult time it's that's a that's not just okay it's it's wonderful it's exactly like the yin and the yang the yin and the yang you know it's those opposites it's okay to be at peace but you know be angry at a situation or something like as long as you're doing it in a 
on your vibrational foundation. Yes. You know, it's okay to have both sides. It's, it's, and I think the reason why we are in these tin cans and we're on this earth as human beings is to know where we come from, know that we come from the universe and to have that knowing, but to also know nothing about it as humans. Because as a human, we don't, we, you know, we've made all of these modalities to try to explain it, but we really don't. We don't know until we actually know. Good point. So the black and the white we need. We need the opposites. It's how we learn. This concludes this episode of Chit Chats, where father and daughter have a conversation about real life issues and spiritual things, where Hannah and I grow deeply and express ourselves from the most vulnerable and transparent places that we can. We do this for our own growth and we do it with the hopes that we'll help others because Hannah and I have suffered from a lot of shittiness and we've risen above that. We've found this inner place of peace within us and we don't need the circumstances to change anymore in life. We know who we are and we actually don't know who we are all at the same time. And it's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, that concludes this episode. I don't know what number this is, Hannah. What, what episode are we on? This will be 13. Lucky number 13. I can't believe it's number 13. I know. I can't either. 13. This has been incredibly fun. I, I, it's addictive and I like it more and more every time we do it. Like I look forward to it. I'm, I'm looking at my watch Saturday night. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Tomorrow's the day. And then I start counting down the time. Yes, so funny. Okay, I did the same thing. So guys, we love doing this. We seriously love this and we love that you guys are listening. And this is just what we want to do, you know? Come talk to us. If you have a question, you have a topic you want answered, let us know. We would love to cover it. Anywho... I hope everyone has a safe and happy week and we will see everybody next Sunday.